commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! You may fire when ready. From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Grace Comback, and you're listening to Core World News. Your Holy News Zim is providing in-depth coverage of the latest stories developing in every sector of the galaxy. Welcome to another special presentation of Andor Candor. We now go live to the CWN newsroom to join your host, Ben Granted Adam, for the review of episode 7, The Announcement. All right. Thank you very much, Grex. Welcome, yeah. everyone, to another edition of Core World News. Uh, this week, we are just going to cover Andor Episode 7, the announcement. Um, as Grex mentioned, we had uh, previously talked about possibly covering the book this week, Path of Deceit. We're going to push that back to November because we just want to focus and drill down on these things and give it give it all our effort. And um Really excited to just focus on Andor um, while we're running through this series and just doing one topic at a time here. Um, one more housekeeping announcement. If you wouldn't mind pressing pause real quick and scrolling to the top of your Spotify and uh, hitting a five star like um, for us, we would greatly appreciate it. it takes two seconds, um, and but it means the world to us. Uh, that said, let's get into Andor Grant. Uh, you got a you got a breakdown for us. You got a full summary. Do you summarized this episode. I have, I have, you know, I've watched this episode a few times now, and I have to say the character stories are so tightly interwoven that it was near impossible to write a summary without sort of yeah. chunking characters together and sort of forgetting about chrono- chronological order. Yes. Yeah. So, so, so my question is: Is this longer or shorter than the episode itself? <laughs> this is this is nearly this is this will be short. This is, this is about as quick as I could possibly surmise what had happened. But a, there's a lot of yeah, lore, a lot of world building and just a lot. a lot of information doled out in this episode. So just, um, you know, we, we can jump in and talk about things as things happen. But um, from what we find out, it, it's it's basically the Empire is tightening its fist in response to the the uh, the heist on Eldani in this episode. And um, the Emperor himself is holding emergency Senate hearings to propose legislation that will grant the Empire new emergency powers and allow for increased freedoms in surveillance, search and seizure protocols, as well as more severe sentencing for those convicted of criminal uh, criminal act against the empire and this is uh this is all relayed in a long monologue by the legend himself mm-hmm. colonel wolf ularin <laughs> like hold on to your seats like this is how the episode begins mm-hmm. uh meanwhile cyril karn uh the d- disgraced premier deputy gets out of his mom's house and lands a job at checks notes the bureau of standards <laughs> like there could uh, be a Luthen and Mon Mothma talk about the burges- burgeoning rebellion. Luthen says the network is built, it grows or it dies. Uh, ultimately, the beautiful, beautiful button on that scene, we can't hide forever. Uh, later, Clea, Luthen's assistant, walks through several districts of downtown Coruscant to meet none other than Vel. Clea gives Vel the new mission to find Cassian and remove him from the Dejaric board, given he's seen Luthen's face, and Luthen now leads this new rebel network. Uh, Supervisor Dedra Miro is doing a deep dive in the Imperial database to hunt for rebel activity, which she believes involves stolen Imperial equipment. At a later meeting, Blevin accuses her of overreach yet again. This time, the tables are turned and Dedra is paid a compliment by Partigaz and gifted control of Morlot One. Uh, then came the moment we've all been waiting for. We finally get Mon Mothma's dinner party. Yeah, Perrin's embassy punch is a-flowing. Mon Mothma tells her banker friend her reputation is an irritation for the Empire. 
uh, always trying to call it Imperial Overreach as a facade and that she needs access to her family funds. Uh, back on Ferrix, Cassian tries to convince Marva to leave her home and escape the now Imperial-controlled city while letting Marva get some rest before they leave in the morning. Cassian visits Bix. Uh, they have an endearing conversation and Cassian finally pays back his debt before walking back into the night. Uh, also experiencing flashbacks of his father in, in these scenes, which is really, really traumatizing it. Just um, yes. just harrowing imagery. Uh, mm. In the morning, Marva refuses to leave, and Cassian is heartbroken. Back on our favorite, um, actually, Q synthwave music, Blue Flamingos, <laughs> we see Cassian started a new life on the beach world of Niamos, and once again taking up a new identity, uh, Keef. On a routine trip to the drugstore, Cassian gets stopped by a short trooper, and before he knows it, he's being sentenced before a judge with the public order Resentencing directive now active. We see Cassian gets a brutal sentence of six years. Uh, Cyril's looking at a data log, presumably inmate databases for Imperial Correctional Facilities, possibly searching for Andor, a needle in a haystack. Oh. End of episode. Wow. Yeah. Grant, that was fantastic. Thank I just want that to thank you for uh, yeah. doing that. That's fantastic. Just a quick yeah. summary of kind of what happened. But Which that was. I it's all interwoven. It's actually it actually happens all together in a, uh, some sort of uh, beautiful sort of symphony. Uh, the character stories. Yeah. No, but I want to I want to thank you as well. That that was really well done, and and it really does illustrate. You know, some of these episodes really take their time with characters, which I love. This episode, I mean. I, I, is this the most we've seen all of our plot yeah. lines in <laughs> yeah. one episode? Like, like, I I, so. like we spent equal amount of time with everyone. I feel like, yeah, 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 um, yeah, fantastic. And you know, when you said symphony, Grant, I mean, first of all, you dropped a lot of great proper nouns, uh, which make me very happy. All the, the <laughs> yeah. sector, which is great. You got it all. You even got the punch in there. I was like, you mm -hmm. won't remember the punch, but Grant doesn't miss the a embassy cop. punch. No, no, that was not yeah. on me. Oh man, Aaron's embassy punch. Really? Is that what it was called? Because I, I, when I heard it was yeah. like EC punch or something. No, it's embassy. I, because I, I saw it on closed captioning. I'm like, that's fascinating and awesome. Also, like, oh, Perrin's embassy. Perrin's I, embassy. Like, like Perrin made it. Perrin's, okay, yeah, I know we're gonna like talk about more important things, but is Perrin the worst <laughs> Star Wars character in history? In terms of like, like the one I hate the most. He's a benevolent irritation. Or whatever I, Mon Mothma he, says while yeah. he's in frame and she's staring at him. <laughs> he, I, yeah, all the words I want to use to describe him, I feel like would make I, this not a family show. We'll get an E. We'll get an E rating. We'll get on, an E rating. I know, because I'm I'm right with you. Because like, I is he schmoozing with guests like right in front of his wife? Like, what is happening? I, I, well, I think I don't think you mean the. I, I think I, <laughs> I like that you say schmoozing because schmoozing's okay. I think he's like straight up like flirting and yeah and, and yeah like I guess talking flirting. to yeah. his mistress like that's my interpretation of that scene yeah, yeah. and he no, always has an eye on mon the whole time because mm -hmm. it's like classic cheater syndrome like you're deathly afraid of being cheated on even though he's probably cheating on his wife uh, i mean there's no probably about it that that man <laughs> i mean yeah. it's happening in the house yeah but yeah uh, the other thing about about it is like how much of it is i just i need to unpack my parent hate and then we can move on to more important things. <laughs> okay. Is it because yeah, we know who Mon Mothma becomes? Yes. Like, is that part of it too? Like, you just like I was just uh, uh, <laughs> watching um, various Star Wars with my my daughter, um, which is interesting. She's two, so there's a lot of like a lot of riding the fast forward button. Um, but she, <laughs> but I saw her, and I'm like, oh, she's like the the, the leader of the rebellion eventually. And I'm like, she deserves yeah. so much better. <laughs> like, it's just this internal. Yeah. 
I think it's totally because we're super fanboys. Like we we just put Mon Mothma on a uh, pedestal, and then to see her just like disrespected by her snotty nosed teenage daughter and his like and her like <laughs> deadbeat husband. Like yeah, yeah, it's tough to watch. Tough to watch. I think it's that. a beautiful way to display the sort of ignorance of the aristocracy to her, like, you know, of, of this sort of elite, sort of governing, governing sort of uh, body. I, I think, yeah, I it think is. Karen's like a fun addition just to explore just how uh, sort of like acutely unaware these these people yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it also is interesting too because Mom Mothma is not where we see her eventually. Like she's still a little maybe timid is not the right word, but like that that scene between you know her and Luthen I think is actually my favorite oh, scene in the entire episode. Yeah, oh, we'll get yeah. there. I kept yeah. saying that for every scene. I was like, nope, this yeah. one's my favorite scene. No, nope. it's yes. true. This yeah. this episode had every trailer line too. I was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, line cut yes. in this episode. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, with amazing line reads from everybody. I thought everyone was just, you know, operating on all hypercoils. It was pretty awesome to watch. Uh, yeah, yeah the got, Luthen, I, that Luthen Mon scene was incredible. Just. Yeah, yeah. Him saying we can't hide forever at the end—that was just that got me. I was like, "Ooh, like his heart's in the game." Oh yeah, he was like, he was like, "Of course, people are going to get hurt." That was the plan. People That's will suffer. That's yeah. the plan. Yeah. There's yeah. a million. I just jotting down lines um, for a, a game we'll play later or a, a, a new rodeo round. We're gonna call it. <laughs> <laughs> episode oh, that's a working title episode rodeo roundup yeah no yeah. no i'm gay <laughs> um, uh, but uh yeah i was just writing down lines and i couldn't because there was so many but like just from that conversation yeah. alone and you ended up with a direct transcript exactly i was like it'd be easier to just get this <laughs> every line was good turns out every line was good yeah uh, um yeah and yeah and like you said grant they all the the scenes all daisy chained into each other it was sort of like yeah. the end of one scene was like, like we're talking about Cyril's tailoring and we're cutting to Dedra pulling her tunic out of the closet wow. and seeing her wrap her tunic. And he yeah. he so desires that position, right, to be in the ISB. And yeah. And then, you know, we right. We see that, like you said, the heartbreaking scene with Clem, the flashback to oh, we find out yeah. who Clem is really is is the father. Right. Um, yeah. actually, and so he just gets like accidental, like he just wrong place, wrong time, even though he was whatever, uh, you know, yeah, planning a rebellious act. And then at the end of the episode, not, you know, we'll, we'll get there, but, uh, we see the same thing happen to his son, Cassian Andor wrong place, wrong time, though he is sort of part of the rebellion get caught. Um, yeah. And, but, but both things like accidentally caught for yeah. things that are not actually what they're doing. And yet doing. they still like. Yeah, it's it's this episode um, uh, at times when I was done with it um, made me feel dumb in a wonderful way where I'd, I'd literally be like two days later thinking about it. I'm like, oh, that's a parallel. Like, like, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> when I was watching it, like I just I'm such when I first time I watch an episode, it's just like plot, 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 plot. Am I following what's happening? And usually with other shows or even other episodes, of this is just like, yep, got everything. And this episode was challenging in a wonderful way where I just kept going. Oh right, that connects to that. That's this. It's 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 really the most challenging in a good way episode of Star Wars television we've ever had. Yeah, we get yeah. some that a really quick two Senta scenes, right? For some reason, you know, pretty much just to get the sort of Jedha uh, Star Destroyer overhead shot 
Yep. And then we see her going down the mountain, but it's like intercut with some Cassian scenes and it's just like darkness and clothing. And it's like, it was like kind of the two, like they just flowed in and out of each other. And it was um, just kind of fascinating. Yeah. yeah I, didn't, I, I didn't even mention Cinta uh, is still on Eldani basically yep. fulfilling yep. her mission uh, apparently. And uh, we still don't know like what the extent of that mission is. No. Yeah. But yeah. she has the world's oldest speeder. Like, <laughs> yeah. Elzar man, like rebuilt this thing six times. <laughs> like it is the oldest. I knew you knew where that speeder came from somewhere in the books. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. happy. It's only going to be, man, that thing looks like it was put together from like two exhaust tubes. And like, I don't know, like yeah. the first droid ever built. Like it, it's, it, it's a wreck. Um, but I loved it. Um, I, I yeah. also want to say, I, I I found the flashbacks to Clem, uh, which I guess we clarified, but just to doubly clarify, because Cassian was also going by Clem, right? Yes. In the last yeah. two episodes in honoring his father. But like, you know, Clem, who he got his name from. I I found his whoever. I don't care. I, I'll just say this and we can unpack it. Um, whoever edited this and, and it might have been Gilroy, whoever put together where these flashbacks happen yeah. has dealt with anxiety and trauma before. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, because I found it and I, and I know this is a very like cliche word, but I found it very triggering, <laughs> like kind of like in the way it's supposed to be like, this is how anxiety works. Like it, it, it just like, it, it didn't from a screenwriting perspective, you kind of see flashbacks happen in a very, like, this is what should happen. And it happens every fifth scene or happens every year. This would would happen and then it wouldn't happen for a while and then it would happen again and it would happen again really quickly after that. Yeah. And it's it, it really kept me on edge, like in a really great way where I just felt really uncomfortable in a good way. I know that sounds weird to say, but like it really felt natural the way these, yeah. these flashbacks happened. Yeah. yeah. So it feels elemental, too. It feels like foundational yeah. to Cassian. I mean, this is his hatred for the Empire we're seeing. This is where it was first formed uh, with the death of his father and then. Uh, that's basically him charging at that imperial barracks, right? Like, is that's what I took in yep. as the flashback? Yeah, and, uh, and most likely and, and the that's, reason as why Marva's saying you don't know what it takes or you don't know what it, it means, and he's like, actually, yeah. I know exactly what it means, and I hate the Empire as much as anyone, and it's that's kind of what the episode did for me. It was an announcement of of his intent, basically, in this episode as well. You know, as yeah, Dedra says the action on Eldani was an announcement. I think it's also this is Cassian's story. Is he's one of the first rebels ever. He's he's dealt with the, the terror of the Empire. He knows what it is. It's kind of yeah, that was powerful. Really, really powerful flashback work. And yeah, I really liked how it was paced out. It feels realistic. It feels like it hits him in bursts, and it's and yeah, we get yeah. no resolution to those flashbacks. The last flashback we get is him charging soldiers. That's it. Yeah, which led me to believe that was the reason because we know he he spent some time in like juvenile prison, right? And I think oh, that was probably yep. it. Uh, that's probably what hundred percent, which is very hundred percent. Totally forgot about that. Yeah, mm -hmm. way to mm -hmm. do that. It's just like, well, if you were paying attention, you know, you know, it's like, yeah, that's the that's the yeah. Thing. I also thought with just like right. still going on those flashback scenes, like you said, very organic. It was sort of like when like there was a look on the character's face in like current time. And then all of a sudden you tell they're thinking about this and it's just like, but it, the way that it was shot is almost like you're looking through your fingers. Like 
It was like, yeah, you know, I remember my foot crackling on the ground. You know, it's a lot of shots on the ground with feet. And it's just like yeah. flashes of the target. It's sort of like not the full face and frame. And like, um, it was just like, yeah, it felt like anxiety. It felt like I mean, if we're, how if you we're would talking, remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it really. Yeah. And if we're talking about this, I think we just need to dive into the Marva scene just because I think it was. Please. Best yeah. Moment in television this year <laughs> that I've seen in the last 10 years. Uh, she just destroyed me. Like those scenes destroyed yeah. Um, Fiona Shaw, again, we, we, uh, you know, lauded her in the first couple episodes, but like this, this has really come full circle on just how amazing, you know, her performance has been so far. And oh. it's, wow. It's just, um, it was the, one of the best scenes I've, I've ever seen in television. I mean, she better be, I mean, the Emmys are broken and all yeah. award shows are broken in Hollywood. Uh, but she better be nominated and win for best supporting act oh, yeah. actress. Yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah. It, it is. The scene where she talks about putting her coat back, putting her best coat on and walking through that square. Yeah, I, I literally, I literally, <laughs> in a show where there's action, I literally pump my fist. Yeah. Like, like yeah. and I'm like, that's the moment of like emotional resolution. Like, that's my fist pumping moment for the episode. Yeah. She, for she me, more than was... anyone is really inspired by what happened on Aldani. It's, mm -hmm. it's really moving. Yeah. It's yeah. She has a million side lines there, but like the one that yeah. like ripped my heart out of her my chest <laughs> was when um like towards the end of her like you know monologue, um B2 emo goes, Can I speak now? And she goes, <laughs> No, no, yeah. yeah. And I was just like shut down. Uh, so I'm dying to know what B2 emo would have said there. Um, and you guys yeah. can ruminate on that. But why do you think that Who turned me in to Tim? To Tim. Oh, that got me. He's in the I corner. I wanted to not like that droid just because his name is so ridiculous, but I I just want to take him home and snuggle him and make him feel better. I know. Yeah. Thing. Um, what, what, uh, why don't you think Cassian's telling Marba that, like, everything she loves, everything she's treasuring right now in the world, this, like, brand new, this reinvigoration of rebellion and spirit in her body, like, is everything that Cassian's been doing actively? Why is he not telling her? Because he did it for pay and he and he left. Right. So I think he's dealing with that issue. He does. He feels like a pretender. Right. Like, like, I, I think part of it is he doesn't I don't think he identifies himself as a, a rebel yet or as a person who did this. So he's still refusing I, I think, the call. Right. I think he is. I, I think when um, spoiler alert, his mother dies. Oh. I mean, let's let's be honest. Um, I, I think that's going to be part of it. And I think also a very telling scene where she says, basically, don't keep chasing after your sister. Like, like we're yeah, clearly setting was... up the second act of this thing. I, yeah. That's something we could definitely talk about for, you know, 20 minutes as to is that, yeah. is he going to give up the search or is he going to keep going? And what does that mean? What does this, what could Cassian's sister represent in the story thus far? And all this, all this sort of stuff. But um, yeah, uh, that scene just I mean, destroyed me. Uh, I don't know, but, when Cyril Karn kills his sister, that's going to be Oh, yeah, that was your early, early <laughs> prediction. Yep. I love it. It's happening. I am standing by it. Oh, man. Yeah, I also love the Bix uh, conversation. When he goes to see Bix, he kind of has this, like, he, like, taps on some, like, metal tube that, like, sort of, like, is his sign that he's there. And then uh, mm -hmm. and then the best use of basically, like, a door intercom, that like, the sort of sci-fi <laughs> trope. Like the door intercom <laughs> yeah. that I've ever yeah. seen, so him kind of leaning. It's actually it's a really really gripping conversation, and I was just like, 
I lost track that she's behind the door at one point. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. he's just like leaning against the wall. We're like really just looking at a door right now. Yeah, it's happening. And uh, I thought that was just very well done. And uh, you felt a lot of emotion and backstory there. Yeah. Um, he wanted to take Bix with him, right? Like he's still he still cares for her and wanted to her to come abscond with him. Right? That could have been the idealistic sort of vision. I, there. I think he I, was testing the waters to see if like there's yeah. a chance. She's the only one he went to go see other than his mother. I read it the same way. Like, I think he still has feelings and was hopeful. Yeah. And they have that sort of um, secret, uh, you know, uh, noise or, or, you know, him hitting the tube with the little the rock or whatever. That's yeah. Like, yeah. Like that, that just yeah, infers that they go back. I, I also want to mention, like, I think my prediction, I, I, I don't remember what my prediction was, but I remember I said the one thing he's not going to do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's go back to Aldani, it's, right? Let's go back to uh, no, oh, not Eldon. Ferrix, um, right? Where I'm like, which is exactly what it did. By the way, I, this is one of those moments where every week where I'm like, I'm glad I'm not the writer. Like, this yeah. is exactly what he needed to do, and I'm so glad we got this. This is great. But like, just I, I like that he's not. I don't know how to say this. He's not smart yet in terms of it being. It felt dangerous like, when he was there. Rebel. I was like, you it's are very dangerous. <laughs> I was yeah. like, you are going to get caught. There's like imperial patrols in the street. Like, what do you? Well, do you think he was really? Because he was like, I'm. Not, he's like, these stormtroopers aren't going to catch me. Was that just like, oh, these are like, okay, so here we go. The in the flashbacks, the troopers yeah. were wearing clone helmets, not stormtroopers. Yeah, helmets. yeah, they were. They were. And so, was right. that a dig on the the current ones are wearing regular stormtrooper helmets? So, was he suggesting that like? That these are half the the troopers that they used to be. It was weird because they used Phase One clone trooper helmets, which is. I think I think he would. I think he just thinks he knows the streets better than. Uh, the than them. Imperial occupiers. Yeah. Okay. Right, can I can I ask a real basic question? Are they using Phase One because all of Phase Two were all digitally created, and there's no actual Phase <laughs> Two armor that's uh, that can be actually be used? Prob- dude, probably in real life. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's there's some real minutia question for you. Um, but I you know, that's really interesting. I didn't pick up on that statement, but I'm guessing that's true. Like if you like uh, we all know in the lore, like the the conscripted and the other, you know, first less the the, the non clone stormtroopers are just not as good. Right. Yeah. Which is yeah. makes sense because mm-hmm. no, not amount of training. There's not the, all the genetic stuff. So it makes sense that he feels that way. I also think he's just kind of saying what will make Marva and others feel better. You know, like I, I think he's talks bravado. And then I, that's why Tegelu is, is like got the best, like Luna has the best expressive face. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Cause you can see him say something and then he turns around and you're like, Oh, he doesn't believe that at all. <laughs> I thought, yeah. I saw, I thought the sort of like joyous energy was really smart to capture because it makes him appear yeah. very youthful. And I feel like yeah. what this show has like to do is sell us 19. on him being younger than, you know, he was in Rogue One. And yeah. this yeah. scene actually did that perfectly. When he's like, yeah. oh, I got a big score. Like, he was so happy about that. It it, it had a very yeah. youthful energy. And yeah. uh, even seeing Bix, he had a kind of youthful energy. And there was just a, there, you can sense there's some sort of glee in there. Maybe it's the money. Maybe it's the credits. I don't know. But he's, yeah. he seems he's rich. Be, yeah. Yeah. He's like, he I think he sees a way out. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, is, what about, and that's such a heartbreaking moment where um, he basically expresses that. And Marvel's like, there's nowhere we can go. 
that yeah. that it were not under the thumb of the of the empire, which is such a great moment of just like, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're about to find out. Um, what about the imperial side? Because those scenes were amazing. Um, Major Partigas, like incredible. I mean, the the the, the Wolf Yularen, um scenes were you know were good, but they it was just sort yeah. of informational, and he was, yeah, it was just kind like of just selling out. But great. Yeah, but the I mean, the yeah, the the Partigas himself is amazing that like those that ISB chamber. I mean, I could just watch them like go through their itinerary all day long. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, the uh, uh, Denise Guff, is that her name? G-O-U-G-H um, as D- uh, Deidre Miro. Um, her, yeah, like the casting like her face is like is just like if you were like created in a computer system like I need an imperial like yeah. uh, officer's face. It's just like I mean they've made her look like she never sleeps, she never eats, she just hunts rebels. Like that's like yeah. just the, the cheekbones <laughs> and the frown, she just has this like natural like frown um but like yeah, she looks perfect, and then the the dialogue is so yeah. Like, there's a part where gray. she uh, when she goes to that data center and she asks that um uh, oh frenzy yeah, or uh, his name is and he's like he's like he's like a you know a Captain Felzonis or whatever. Oh, uh, Fels. Yeah, I don't know. Fels, right. Felzonis, you're right. Felzonis, yeah, perfect. And yeah, then she not just a captain. Goes, she just goes hmm. like she just she just just gives a like it barely acknowledges his name like and i was like this is the sort of yeah this is the snobbery of you know uh, imperial isb operative like this is yeah Yeah. she just nails it but like we said last week i'm still kind of rooting for her even though that's the thing that's why the show is brilliant like i watched that 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 scene between her and and um miro well her and was it Heart heart levin Blevin, Blevin, yeah. thank you. Blevin. Uh, Blevin, yeah. And like, it's just like, oh, yeah, you get him, Miro. And I'm like, no, wait, if you get him, you're actually yeah. getting closer to capturing the rebels, but you're totally rooting for her. It's all about, you know, it's all about being part of a bureaucracy. Yeah. And again, Partigas, um, he actually said the word Endeavor, and um, y'all should mm-hmm. go watch the show Endeavor uh, because Partigas is the same character in Endeavor, um, only in, you know, old time London and uh, he's great. Oh, but right. Better. I was like, what is and it? I, mean, I, mean, I remember Ben telling me about Endeavor. That's too. right. Now, yeah. But watch a show. Yeah. Endeavor. It's on, uh, on Amazon and uh, you'll back me later. Yeah. That, I that will scene, do that. That fiery debate in the ISB sort of uh, meeting room, briefing room was amazing. Like that. I, I live for that stuff. And just part of yeah. gas, like savaging Joe <laughs> to start the meeting. <laughs> yeah yeah i was like or young yeah and i just that was amazing or he's like so good like that's almost one of the best lines in the whole thing he's like he's like so like you have three theories for why you're wrong and he's like he's like (laughs) that's correct he's like oh i'm i'm heartening like heartened by your your yeah the best part of that is just young having to like Like, Lieutenant Mira shows you guys that to be ventilated in front of the greater public right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, but it's amazing because um, I, I I've not been in that bad of a situation, but having gone through higher level academia, uh, I, I have been uh, <laughs> somewhat like that called out by a professor and uh, 
knowing in that situation that you have to just kind of like figure out a way to agree with them to appease them. It's yeah. like it made my skin crawl from memories again, nowhere near as bad as that, but just knowing how to like, how do you intellectually agree with being called an idiot is a, is, is a, is a skill you need <laughs> in situations <laughs> like that. Yeah. Got destroyed. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah got I killed. love that scene. Honestly, like I think, uh, yeah. there's just so many good moments in there. Uh, just so yeah. many great expressions. Uh, I mean, like, and just like the uh, the the uh, the like uh, thesis, please. Lies. Thesis, please. Yeah, he's like, you just insulted me to my face. Like, why don't you just elaborate a little bit? Yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I, but I mean, yeah. it just shows that Partigas is a, actually one of the few smart leaders, right? Like, he's like, okay, you're doing this, but you know, there's there's kind of two brands of imperial leaders, and it's we also like, find out that Partigas. Uh, was has drawn the lines on the map for the sectors. The yes, sectors. right. Yeah, you love that. Do. So I love that. Yeah, I thought I'm you. On, yeah. I'm on Tarkin Doctrine, Imperial do- Doctrine Watch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, that was kind of hinting at the idea of the Imperial sort of creating over, the the Empire creating over sectors, but I guess it's just sectors at this point. And it seems like Partigas is the one who decided right. those sectors at this stage in the game, and um, it's just fascinating. That whole scene is just fascinating, and then. Because I forget one of the one of the supervisors sticks up for Partigas. It's like Partigas drew those lines. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. Another some imperial suck up. Yeah. And then yeah. And then I think one of the one of the best lines in the whole the, the whole show, basically, we'll we'll save it for our game later. But like when uh, Deirdre has a line to that, that is just so good. Like, well, it, it might be my favorite line of the show. So I'm saving. OK. Our OK. Discussion. Um, really fun, man. Really fun. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, Yularen was mentioning, he's like, they brought up the army and the Navy again, which is like part of Gaz mentioned. He's like, this is a job for the Navy, like, you know, yeah. not for ISB. And like, he's like, now you can expect to have full, um, you know, full access to the army and the Navy. Um, so I don't know, this is sort of, I mean, this action really led to the full militarization. I mean, they were always there and they were, you know, in a lot of places and meddling. Right. But it How seems like... How do you guys like feel they, about Wolf Yalaran being like, I spoke with Emperor Pope team last night. Um, name drop much? We feel a lot that? of... <laughs> they drop Palpatine's name like 10 times in this episode. And I'm like, just show me Palpatine. Like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, you know, organically, he would have sh- he could have shown up at like a kind of a senatorial gala. Or I, like, uh, yeah. Mon yeah. I was like, why not? He can't stroll through with like Slymore and the Grand Vizier. I mean, Mazameda gets uh, name dropped a couple times. Yo, man. Well, I, first of all, I love how far we feel from the Empire, the Emperor right now. Like, I love that it's mm-hmm. just like, oh, yeah. he's because it only like amplifies his importance. It's just like, it's like, oh, like when, you know, you Lauren's name dropping him, like it's, you know, the Pope or whatever. And like, right. you know, but I not someone that. anyone sees and you really feel it because I don't know, you're down with the corpos and stuff so far in this series. And it's like, no, the emperor is the, the top of the pyramid. Um, but, you know, if I, I'm, I'm bold prediction of the day, I'm going to say, uh, Palpatine shows up at the opening of uh, Mon Mothma's new um, nonprofit. Mm, interesting. Like he sees Perfect. right through all yeah. this and he's just like, I'm watching you. Maybe. I just feel like Palpatine wasn't really out and about doing 
anything, right? Like, I expect if we're going to see him, it would be in like a, a hologram at the Senate. Yeah, yeah to what you said initially, I like how far away we feel, and I like how we're just yeah. the cog, yeah. basically, like in the in the larger machinery of hey, him. I said it was a bold prediction. Yeah, it, you know, it, it was definitely bold. Yeah, you know, like because he's he's not there until he's there, and like it, yeah. he, he, we usually get it first person Palpatine, but he does stuff like that. He just shows up to places and and it would like be blows great. people up. Um, or at yeah, least to see you know, him. Chancellor Palpatine did that a lot with the Jedi. Uh, you know how yeah. we can see Palpatine is maybe Dedra Miro does such an excellent job tracking down some sort of you know, contingent of the rebel rebellion that she's awarded a medal and Palpatine's there. Mm. Yeah, could be. Maybe. Yeah, but it would. Maybe. It'll feel I, yeah. super powerful when we when we finally if we. But finally. yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we need it honestly. Like that's the thing yeah. is. Yeah. I, I also if he walked would, by not be at Mon Mothma's dinner party, I wouldn't be like, that's weird. I'd be like, no, that makes sense. He's there. And people are like, yeah. hush, like hushed about it. Yeah. <laughs> over the would, corner. Yeah, they would. They would. I don't think they'd play that card unless they wanted to like slam it on the table in this show. You know, like yeah. It, yeah. they don't do anything casually. And it's like they build up the like the weight of these characters so well. So like even you and it feels like a huge deal. Um, right. Yeah. I wouldn't mind an off-screen sort of emperor uh, scene yeah. where, like, Yularen is just talking to the emperor, but we almost never see him. It's more of just like, yeah, yeah. he's just getting instructed. I, I, it's almost weirdly more powerful to, for for to not see him and have him just be like, "I spoke to the emperor," like that. Yeah, like, just that is, that moment. Yeah, just was like, it, yeah. it, it, that felt really powerful. Um, I, two moments of things I thought were gonna uh, might happen differently. Um, when Cyril is going for his job interview, uh, <laughs> the brown suit, yeah, yeah, and the his new uh, uh, supervisor just mentions uh, Ferrix, and he goes on this whole diatribe of like, yeah, the, what happened to him? I really expected it to be a moment of comedy where the guy was just like, I was just gonna talk yeah. mention like like what an <laughs> yeah. interesting place that is yeah. which i really thought they were like i was waiting for the button on the joke which they didn't go for which is good yeah. uh and then when we finally cut to not finally but when we cut to uh cassian uh on the on the i don't know the miami vice planet oh um, space cancun yeah space cancun um i there's part of me like all right. Well, just I, I'm sorry. I'm sure everyone else wanted to take this moment. When we see the as as Ben mentioned, or as uh, Grant mentioned, when we see we hear synthwave and see flamingos, and it cuts to the scene. I'm like Lando. Like I really, oh. I knew it wasn't going to be, but I was just like, if you're going to introduce Lando in any way, this Whoa. is how you introduce Lando. Yeah. Oh man, he would have totally been there. I wasn't thinking that at all. No. Why that. would you? <laughs> I think his, I think it was a little more, a little too low rent for Lando. Like yeah, that place, we kind like of buried the lead also by not talking about the uh, what happens on Naomis and what we see there, which is uh, the KX series, Imperial Security Droids. And did you guys like? Did you guys think is it K2SO? Is it going to have yes. Alan yep. Tudyk? Yes. Gonna voice. The, I was waiting for Alan Tudyk to to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was. I was like, it's happening. Ah, and it's oh, pleasantly surprised when it's like this. Just deeper, more sort of like uh, robotic. Yeah. I don't know. sounding voice. Uh, it sounded like the ones uh, in uh, Fallen Order. Yeah, I'm checking. Yeah. It was voiced by Aiden Cook. Uh, sure. There's a lot of stuff. It's a K yeah. KX series. Yeah. Um, 
God, that, that was so terrifying. And I, Adam is a horror fan. I was like, when he's like, hang, hang. Or I was yeah. like, this is terrifying. It was actually disturbing. <laughs> it was uh, really disturbing. I, yeah. You're looking like, through the like portholes in the wall and someone's yeah. just getting like shredded behind the wall by a different KX droid. Oh. And like, yeah, I also find I find head injuries very upsetting in movies. Uh, there's a there's a, a spoiler alert. There's kind of a, a possibly uh, plot relevant head injury in the new Halloween movie. Uh, but I'll debate okay. people about that. I'm like, is oh, wow. that what explains what happened there? <laughs> Uh, anyway, but in uh, in this movie, in the show, where he slams him against the wall and he bangs his head and there's like a slunk sound, I'm like, Ugh. I was waiting for like him to like put his hand behind his head and find blood. It was, I Ugh. don't like that. I don't like head injuries in movies. Fair. Fair. <laughs> it really, I really, uh, spine tingling. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, apparently, um, uh, what should we call it? Um, oh God, what's his name? Uh, from Force Unleashed. Um, the voice actor Sam Witwer. Sam Witwer apparently voiced that short trooper. Oh really? Oh really? Yeah. I was wondering oh, if that was going to be a person because they, they well usually when they get that many lines it's someone you know yeah yeah, yeah I that thought was it was expertly classic. done. It sounded like classic trooper sort of dialogue. Uh, yeah, beautifully uh, uh, beautiful line reads on that. That was perfect. Yeah, it was terrifying and perfect at the same. Yeah, terrifying. Was, I mean, obviously terrifying. It's like I wasn't running. He's like, I'm not doing anything. He's like, calm down, sir. <laughs> I know. Like, oh it's such God. a it's such a great moment because it just shows how you can't. Like, I, uh, mm. oh, did you know something about criminal justice? I forget. What's he? What do you do for a job? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So this is like, like, how political do I want to get? How where do I want to go with this? But like, if if a person in authority is assuming a behavior from someone. Literally any way that person responds is going to confirm yeah. that authority figure's uh, assumption, right? Like, the, well said. Like the, you watch that as a very, <laughs> as a very professorial of me, but you watch that. There's no way to talk your way out of it, right? No matter yeah. what you say, because the denial sounds like you're trying to hide the truth. You have something to hide. The I'm a tourist card was a pretty good play, though. Pretty good, but yeah, as you can see, <laughs> it like, didn't works. work. <laughs> There's nothing you could say. Oh. He was profiled immediately. Oh man, that was good times. Um, yeah, so I, I, I hate I hate sometimes when the show when Star Wars starts bleeding into my professional career because I'm just like, oh, <laughs> no yeah, escapism yeah. for me. So, so much unauthorized. Yeah. Real world. Wah, wah. <laughs> oh no, I mean the tension was still there in every scene in this yeah. episode, even though there wasn't a huge heist. It was still like. You know, even just Mon Mothma and Tay, uh, mm-hmm. Carla, Corla, um, walking through the thing, it was just, she's like, keep smiling. And it was like, you know, she was constantly being watched. And I was like, who's in that place? If Sly Moore sees this, like, you know, something right. is going to go yeah. down. And uh, um, yeah, there's just tension throughout the whole episode. Tay is also really bad at following that instruction. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> to yeah. Smile, I'm like, but again, and I think that's such great acting um uh that 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 is just it's ben miles is the actor uh who plays yeah. tay and if you uh as a as a anglophile of uh late 90s early aughts british sitcoms uh if you ever watched coupling which is like the british version of friends uh he's one <laughs> of the characters on that and he's so good um i've not watched that show i'm sure it does not hold up to modern uh gender politics uh but i I liked at the time i was young and dumb just 
profile. Anyway, uh, but he's really great. And watching that, I'm like, going to dig myself out of this hole real quick. Uh, watching him, he's so good at that, like, trying to smile, but clearly not selling it. And yeah. so tense. He's like, like, every eh. time he doesn't smile, and I'm like, you're not yeah. smiling enough. Yeah, amazing. Aaron's um, not to be trusted. I want I want to get into our uh, last game because I want to let it breathe a little bit and enjoy it. Yeah, roundup. It'll Grant, it'll yeah. it'll definitely roundup. lead to discussion. I'm sure. Yeah, Grant Grant structured the same. I did want to say uh, one mention one thing that another like little nugget that I missed the first time I watched it. So, <laughs> Karn moves for mouse droids. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> did you notice that? I like, did. I'm else, like, what is like, that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, when, great. he's usually a giant Wookiee or something like yelling at the mouse droids like we saw Chewbacca do it. And I think they echoed it with um, uh, Chrysanthemum. But uh, when a yeah. mouse droid rolls towards Cyril Karn, he like jumps out of the way, <laughs> jumps out of the way. I again. Anyway, this I mean, is why I'm not saying he's got to be a tough guy, but like, it's a, you no, know. but he's meek and people don't believe that he's capable of great violence. And we're going to see him capable of great violence at some point yeah. in this piece. In, we're underestimating we'll him. We will. We shall see. Yeah. Anything else where um, y- y'all want to add to the conversation before we get into the uh, uh, rebel roundup? Probably not, but there's roundup. so much. Uh, um, there's so much in this episode. We're probably talking about it for days, but uh, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. Ugh, so much. What was so the, the, good... the the the? <laughs> I don't know. I I forgot the character's name, uh, so forgive me. But the random character in bed while hmm. uh is is that scene is amazing of just like get me more nog the greeny the greeny red the, the greeny the greeny the red dog. <laughs> yeah yeah it's I, the greeny red grungies yeah it's uh <laughs> kind of amazing yeah are they just like sleeping all day and just like uh, drinking like Yes, I mean, yes. Wow. he's he's in the shower or not in the shower, but he's in the bathroom, like going through stuff. Also day drinking, like like finishing yeah. off. It seemed to me he was finishing off a beer that was left in there from the night before. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, a Pills. nog. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. There's there's a whole bunch going on there. Yeah, um, he has spent she, quite a bit of his money on uh on on fun on fun. Yeah, um, I don't think that was her name. Um, so do you think that no. he brought that's all his money um, that he has over the shower there or is did he just take a little bit of it there's there was a lot of cash in that case I think it's all of it because I think he's not quite the rebel spy we know yet not spending it wise. Yeah. yeah that's kind uh, of poetic the way it goes okay also the other thing I want to say is um, it's interesting that they sentenced him to six years looking forward because it's interesting they told oh, yes. a time period that's long. We know he can't be in there for six years because that math doesn't work. This is another thing, like, before we get to our fun round roundup at the end here. Uh, Rebel Rodeo. This is something we called. We said that he was likely going to get imprisoned, uh, and this is where he's going to, you know, meet K2SO. Yeah, that's my guess like, is how he breaks how he's out. Get out, basically. Yeah, we did do a lot at the wall yeah. last week, but yes, we did yeah. mention that. His escape <laughs> will involve K2SO, right? That was also yeah. something we talked yeah. about. We, yeah. So we haven't gotten there yet. We'll see if, uh, you know, the second part of that idea takes shape. We shall see, but I feel like I'm really bad at predicting the show, <laughs> which is, which is, I love. I love a show that I'm not ahead of. My, my knee-jerk reaction is that, um, um, what's his name? Not Laurel. Uh, 
Luthen Clay. Oh, Luthen Rail. Bell is also on hunt for Cassian. Well. Yeah, we didn't talk about that scene because I was and I intentionally pocketed that because I'm going to talk about it in the in the Rogue, oh, <laughs> Rebel Rodeo. Um, but uh, he. Yeah, so I, I my gut reaction is that Val is going to find him in prison and, and bust him out. That That's sort of, you know, yeah, loose ends and all to kill him. He convinces her not to kill him, something, something. Or she reports back to Luthen that he's in prison and he's like, OK, we got to get him out, that sort of thing. Right. And like, because I bet Luthen still has a candle for him. And I, I think he on, authentically yeah. believes Cassian's an, an asset and um, wants him on his side. So he's like, OK, this I can buy his loyalty by getting him out of prison, which is exactly what happens to Jin. Right. Mm-hmm. She gets busted out of prison. Right. And like, right, right, are right. you thankful enough to help us? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be a good parallel. But you never know. Also, this I also think Cassian can... will keep looking for his sister. I don't think he's going to. Get oh, one. yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm interested to see. I, you know, another thing that occurred to me watching this episode was strange that Luthen Rail is a, uh, a antiques dealer. Like, wouldn't you want to be almost more low profile than that? Because you know, with reading all the ancillary materials and things like that, we know that like Palpatine loves antiques, like mm. Darksiders love antiques, like relics, you know, things like that. I think he gets to play the foppish dandy and in and like he's he's adopted this character that just looks so harmless because I have to think it's just the writerly instinct to make like bring culture into it. And almost like he's keeping culture alive while like the Empire is trying to squash culture and tradition. Yeah, sort of like the symbol of why he's an antique, like why he's interested in culture. If that place ever gets raided, he's really. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Hyperlane without a hyperdrive. Uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I'm going to take the other side of the coin uh, on your your guess about the sister because I, I just that line for me was a little was the only like a little clunky for me when she was like, and also don't follow your sister, <laughs> don't chase your sister, she's dead. Um, yeah, I don't know. They, they may cross paths later in the series, but uh, I have I don't know. It was just so deliberately put in there that I was like, well, maybe he'll like. Almost like they needed an excuse to to explain why he's not going to chase after his sister anymore. I, I felt like it was clunky because it was reminding people that he had a sister he was looking for. Yeah, like that's what I thought it was in there. So like, don't forget, we haven't talked about this in four episodes, but don't forget, you have a sister. Yeah, yeah and that was the and that the was dinner the party initial... you wanted. Here's the dinner party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ben. Yeah, yeah. All right, are you guys ready for the rodeo? I'm ready. Sure. All right. I don't have a bumper for this, so let's just do the rodeo. <laughs> Episode <laughs> roundup. All right. I am going to stop recording now. Is that cool? Just <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's it's, go. Yeah, rodeo it up. I'm gonna rodeo it up. Whatever that means. I'm never going to let you live, let down. So I, I know. It's like I said it. I'm like, don't know why I said it. have never said there, that in my life. And, and I'll never forget it. Say, yeah. There's only going to be one podcast where we say that word uh, too many times. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. We won't have to say it too many times, but we're, we're using rodeo. We're, we'll rodeo it up. No, this is the mm-hmm. episode roundup. All right. The episode roundup. ASB okay. roundtable. Mm-hmm. Um, let's rodeo the roundup. 
This is yeah, going to be a this. conclusion to every episode of Andor that we do. I think we're going to add it on as a kind of bonus segment coverage segment. Uh, but it's basically just going through and talking about our favorite scenes, favorite moments, favorite characters, uh, favorite lines, things like that. But um, we just will randomize the list every week. And I think this week, list, uh, this week we are starting with favorite scene. That right, favorite scene. Wow. Okay. Um, well, I'm gonna kick it to you, Ben. All right, cool. Because I'm ready. I, I think I gotta go with the uh, the dinner party. <laughs> the dinner party. That yeah, that whole part. That was. Oh, it's so tough yeah. though because like the. Oh, There's no wrong answer. I yeah, know the imperial like, scene is so good, like it, that it's so cutting. But I, I again, it's you know each new scene. I was like, no, nope, this one's better. They're both yeah. Equal. It's good, but the chorus on my... skyline, like at night, looking out yeah. her penthouse yeah. windows, like at this, it was gorgeous. I was like, I would love to just hang out and look, look at this view. And, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I could spend some time in that apartment in that penthouse. Hey, uh, we didn't talk about this earlier. Did any of you see um, Mon Mothma's daughter and think it was Leia Organa for a second? I know the timing's not right. So uh, she drove. No, it. but I could totally get that. But I guess it was like a not girl that far off. White. Yeah, she's yeah. all white. She was a little young, wearing the braids, speaking to like yeah. other. She was speaking to her father, as it turned right. out. So it made a lot of sense. This is, I feel like she walked into the scene and didn't know why she was in the scene and then just walked yeah. out the scene. I didn't look at the main <laughs> characters in that scene at all. I was looking behind the scenes the whole time. So was I, because yeah. we all know who we we're looking for. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just like Slide one more. bald woman at the back. More watch. I yeah. literally, the first time I watched the scene, Ben, I was doing the exact same thing. Every time I around the corner, I was like literally tilting my head yeah. as if that would help me see around the corner of a flat there screen. There are some pretty sweet, uh, like, prosthetics, like alien makeups in there. Yeah. Uh, yep. Really cool. Um, uh, there's also a droid at the bar, I believe. Mm-hmm. There's uh, a droid bartender. Yep. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Great background. Uh, Adam, what was your favorite scene? Uh, it probably would have also been, uh, the dinner scene, uh, but a, a close second for me or possibly tied for first is not all that different, but the, the Mon Mothma Luthien scene. I just love that. I, I, the, 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 the fact that was just like, I was almost mouthing along with it as it was happening. Cause I just <laughs> I love, love the two like, different philosophies. Like, I like when he's like, we need the fear. I was like, whoa, yes. he's and, utilizing and, fear. Like, what, what does that mean? And what's his intent? It, and uh, yeah, it just it made you kind of reassess the entire situation. But also, like, I think yeah. you're still rooting for Luthen no matter what at the end of that scene. Of course, because this is what creates the rebellion. rebellion. Like, it, it's yeah. And it's it's the part of Rogue One that I think I love the most. It's just the reality of rebellion. Like, it's every trailer it's line dirty that scene work. Too. Yeah, like it's 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 so true, but it's dirty work like you just I mean, it's an old saying, but, you know, you you can't make an omelet without cracking some eggs. And and the idea of just like, yeah, we have to make people suffer because we have to show them them up. Yeah. Yeah. And that he says that we're like, I can't remember the exact phrasing, but basically like they're they're moving so slowly. We're not noticing that that they're just killing us. And I just I just I love that scene for a reason. So slowly we're starting to not notice it's we're starting to not notice. Yeah. That's one yeah. of the greatest lines. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And just also, yeah. like, I kind of, I kind of uh, feel that way at times too. They haven't used that. They would never use like that, that idea. And sort of like I, the network's <laughs> built, yeah. and it grows or it dies. It's like, 
this rebellion has started and it's funded and yep. there's some legs here. And unless we keep funding it, it's going to die. And yeah, let's buy X wings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to go to set. We need to get some X wings going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go. About you, Grant? I'm going to go final uh, ISB sort of um, fire. Yeah. Uh, oh, young getting roasted and then uh, Blevin accusing Adidra and Deidre turning the tables. I thought that scene was just expertly done. It's just best writing I've, I've seen in uh, thus far. I, 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 well, I thought you were going to go love... Marva Andor for sure. Yeah, that was the most emotionally powerful. That's, oh, it's so good too. Yeah, they're all they're all great. They're all tied for first. Yeah, this is just kind of kind Every of scene. a pick of like what is just uh, what stood out. Yeah. To you. Um, favorite line. Favorite piece of dialogue. Could be dialogue exchange. I mean, I'll just go because I already said it, but but and I and I butchered it because I do have no memory. But but I I think well, actually I don't think we hit on it. But I think Grant, you mentioned it earlier. But the 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 exchange between um between Mon Mothma and and Luthien, because like people where she's like people are gonna suffer, and he just goes as as we planned right yeah, like that line suffer, i just that's the plan yeah. that's the plan yeah uh, i just i love that i mean make, i don't love that people are suffering but i love that it's said out that loud delivery just no yeah it just some of the lines I, just are very simple in this episode and just delivery by yeah. characters is amazing. like like when clea leans in and says this is what re revolution looks like it's yeah it's really cool like it's, it's so really good. great reads from everyone yeah and I love that Luthien's not hiding from the from it. Like he knows, he knows what the cost of this is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I have a good answer to this one. Sorry, Grant, uh, you get okay. to go last every time. I think. That's fine. <laughs> I'll introduce it and go last. That's great. <laughs> you created this monster, um, this rodeo monster. Um, so, at the end of Tay and Mon Mothma's conversation, um, Perrin, the DB. Uh, walks in. <laughs> and, Aaron uh, DB Coruscant. Nice. Took me a second, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want to, just like that's just all I <laughs> want to call him. Um, yep. In you know he's teasing her about like the reunion she has coming up, and then but the line he delivers is she pretends not not to care, but we both know better. And it was like it's a very meta line. This is like talking to the yeah. audience. It's like we both know better that she doesn't care. You know. She like that. That was the whole point of that whole scene that in one line, just like right there, it was just like she pretends not to care, but we both know better. That was that was the whole thing. Yeah, uh, I, right, I, what about I you? Dedra Miro's uh, systems either change or die uh, line sort of response. Yeah. Part of guys being like, oh, you under undermine me and again. This goes this this actually all goes hand in hand with our favorite scenes, I think, for all of us. But um. Yeah, yeah, makes uh, sense. So makes yeah, it makes sense. Scenes. And and basically that moment where uh, she's he's basically like you're undermining me, and then and she's like systems out of change or die. Like the the system yeah. you created I, has to evolve for this threat. Yeah, I love. It feels like she delivers it in a way of just like. It's also the scene shot around it is. I almost feel like when she says it, she says it like as matter of factly like this is a fact, and not really noticing the weight behind that and the reaction of everyone else around the table almost being like, like, like pulling yeah. back. Like I, yeah. I, that was just so great. And that, and that, and just, uh, part response was that, just like, yeah, 
Yeah, that that's, that's, that's true. Like a like Jerry so Springer weird. episode. It's so yeah. dramatic. And the very end where Partagas is like, for the moment, I'm reassigning the Molana sector to Supervisor Miro. Ferrix is of great interest to her and clearly become a distraction for you. It was like, oh, you got owned. Yeah. You got control of the system. <laughs> yeah. Eleven, yeah. Eleven gets so good. Yeah, top master guy's a boss. Just, he just, just, he just nice slays. And, uh. Yeah. Oh man, that's so great. Um. Yeah. Favorite also, shot, Ron. Or, I was just wanted to say, Grant, uh, a Mike Tushman reference. Mike Tushman would also drink this. Uh, <laughs> systems either change or die, which is a Harvard Business. School Always reference. the eleventh hour. Okay. okay, okay. What is Sorry. it? <laughs> Uh, systems much change or die. Ambidextrous learning. So, oh, okay. sorry, sorry. Okay. Uh, inside joke there. Grant and I both work. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Favorite shot. Favorite shot. Oh, <laughs> this is good because we didn't talk about how beautiful yeah. this episode. Good. They're all beautiful. Like yeah. All, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, either. Uh, I mean, I, Grant, if you want to go first on this one. Oh, I know you so got. Good. I know you got one in the chamber. Oh, there's so many gorgeous shots. I would say, like, best just uh, sort of establishing shot or, or uh, I guess, wide shot would be Clea just walking across that sky bridge and Coruscant. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> is this, is this, are we really doing this right now? Uh, that was gorgeous. But um, I kind of like the profile, the kind of high angle, the profile, high angle profiles of both Blevin and, again, this ties back to my favorite scene of Blevin and, uh, Dedra, uh, when they're arguing, I like the the sort of like cerebral high angle. It's atypical framing. It felt like it was nice. It was nice in Star Wars to be more experimental with the frame. And I thought when they were debating and they were kind of get these abstract uh, angles, it was kind of nice. Yeah, if they they must have built that room, um, they have so many scenes there, but it's beautiful. Like the geometry of the background and like the light coming from everywhere. That room is gorgeous. And then Naomi, yeah. obviously. The establishing shot of Naomi is. Yeah. Yeah, that one's pretty good. I guess I'd have to I have to go with the last shot of the episode um, because it it so it was like you, I, I have a friend who refers to like giant office buildings, um, right, right. Uh, which we have a lot of in Massachusetts around the, the you know yeah. circle that rings. She calls them Death Stars. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I always thought that was pretty funny, um, because they're, you know, they're cube farms. Um, and you know, as someone who's worked in cube farms before, it's the most terrifying thing in the world. And then, but then we actually get to see like a, an Imperial cube farm. Like it's yeah. like meta meta. It's like, this is the, you know, cube farms imitate the death star. And this is the death star imitating those cube farms that are, you know, um, and it, it was. It felt very THX one one three eight. If you've seen that movie, um, I got those vibes off of that, and um, it was just. It was just beautiful and terrifying at the same time. Yeah, yeah and it was like what, like thousands of hexagonal little cubicles where you work yeah. like two monitors and just dial through all these databases of information, and that's yeah. just his work that a droid really should be doing. Like I, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it's just a very demeaning. But I have like, to think like the way they've been that when they show Cyril at the end of the episode looking through that data data log, it's like, is he looking for Cassian? Like, 
That's a that big was kind jump. of the intent. I thought it was like, is he trying to? Is he still trying to hunt for this this guy? And then now that he's registered in the system as Keith, whatever, like he might, he actually keeps casting his face on a. On right. His, um, yeah. That, that's not crazy, but I did not think that at all. I thought this was purgatory, and he was just this is his like oh, rock definitely. bottom, and uh, you know, and he's plotting his comeback somehow. But I love that you're like, oh, he's still doing that job from here. Um, and he's that's never given up. Me. That's terrifying to me, honestly. Yeah, he's still hunting for someone, just but just as yeah, like, yeah. Desk I mean, so that that naturally ties into my favorite scene or shot, which is the which is the establishing shot of the uh, Bureau of Standards. Yeah, oh, like, cool. yeah, yeah. I, it's it. I, I'm I'm trying and I'm racking my brain. Um. It's like a volcano, right? From the outside, like a, a yeah. And then when you get volcano. when you get inside, is it the movie The Apartment? No. Yeah. What movie is? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. With the where they where the they where they shoot inside the office and they use Everything this effect, office. and they use this effect. I think in there where they basically used you know, really like harsh angles, and they actually ended up using um, miniature desks and little people to make it feel like the it goes on forever. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember what and I think it's the apartment. Correct it me is, if I'm wrong. It is the apartment. Yeah, and and I, I swear that shot <laughs> was borrowed for this. And this was done digitally. But just if you look at that scene, oh, it's definitely it an just goes on and on and on and on. Yeah. And yeah. it's like it just is so well shot and so well done. <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, um so Adam, I think character. You said. Oh, did we do all did we do everyone for that category? No, Adam hasn't gone yet, right? Did no, wasn't it? Favorite shot, yeah. That yeah, that was it. The the Bureau of Standards that was borrowing okay, from the uh, the apartment uh, sort of shot. Uh, the in, the establishing when they walk in, basically. Yeah. Oh, okay. I kind of felt like Loki in that moment too. It was cool. Yeah. Um, now we have favorite new character, favorite name, or favorite new character. I thought this was because there's so many inventive Star Wars names, but then also just there was some maybe some fun new characters on the screen, and they can be big or small, or you know. A little screen time or a lot. Any okay, favorite, I, favorite yeah. new? Character? Yeah, I've got one. Um, it is attendant Felzonis. Um, nice. That's a good uh, one. Because he's yeah, he's a great character, and uh, I'm also wondering. Did so he ratted out um, Mira, right? Because that's how uh, Blevin knew that. I mean, if they just well, if they inquired about it, of course you would have to just tell them that. Yeah, I assumed he immediately <laughs> called Levin. Yeah, like Blevin might have been a step ahead of her on there because he was so smug about it. And I'm just, I, I think that, yeah, I think, I think uh, Felzonis, you know, is a spineless, sniveling, you know, he's the other type. There's like, there's, there's two types of Imperials as I, I started to say before, and there's the kind that try to kiss up their way to the top, and the other ones that try to backstab their way to the top, and. You know, and fight. And then actually, I guess there's a third where there's actually people that really believe in the cause and and do whatever it takes to succeed. But yeah, but it's it's yeah, mostly it's snivelers and backstabbers. Yep. And he's a sniveler. He really is. Uh, I have two. So, Grant, why don't you go in case you. So. <laughs> All right. I don't really I don't know the name of the character that I if it's one of my two, I might be able to help you uh, out. It's essentially <laughs> the like the armadillo puppet that gives the I old woman know. a sip of the drink. Yes. The yeah. yeah. He's like, ah! <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. 
<laughs> we like hold on the lifeless puppet face for like a second and then it cuts. I was like, that yeah. is amazing. So yeah. Armadillo guy is my vote for favorite. New it, it was very uh, fear and loathing. Yeah. It was. <laughs> oh, to- oh yeah. totally. Yeah. 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 Um, related to that, mine. Uh, so my, my favorite new character name's pretty great, too, is Wendy. <laughs> and Wendy is is the is the person that Cassian is with on Niamos. Uh Yes. Oh, yeah. nice. Wendy. Uh, I love that name. Wendy. Yeah. Uh, just a shout out, though, to Flob. Who is Flob? <laughs> Wait, Flob is who, the wait. We should guess who this is. Yeah, any guess of uh, who Flob might be? Uh, is oh. Flob at Mon Mothra's dinner party? Flob is not at Mon Mothra's <laughs> dinner party. I feel okay. like we've Flob seen Flob before. Out. I feel like you're not going to get it because it's not who you think. It's, okay, it's, no, it's, it's, tell a, us, it's a tell human. Uh, <laughs> Flob is the person interviewing um, uh, uh, Car, which at the at the Bureau of uh, Standards. <laughs> Just like the name, the name again was Flob. Flob. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, it's like but, Bob. Uh, I, it's Space Bob is like Flob. Yeah, <laughs> Flob. But I like Wendy. I think it's a it's a new type of character we've seen. I like I like that once again, we are how many movies deep, how many shows deep, <laughs> and they're still giving us a new location, which is like as 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 Ben mentioned, Space Cancun. But like it's it's yeah. a thing, right? And like they really did a good job of of creating a feel for that yeah. location in yeah. like 20 seconds. Yeah, totally. Totally. I felt like I've, yeah, if you've ever been to the West, like it really felt like Mexico to me, like the West, like Mazatlan. It's like a little hazy and like hot and you can see it and it's just like built for nothing but tourism and like, um, (laughs) yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I just got that vibe. The set was gorgeous. The concrete sort of beach, uh, I guess, beachside sort of uh, dwelling that he lived in was cool. I love it. Yeah. Do you yeah. know where they shot this? Because this is all practical. I mean, I'm sure Instagram will tell me if I go on there because someone, someone we follow does a really good job of breaking down all the real world shooting locations. But be fascinated to see where that is. Yeah, it would be cool. Yeah. It looks like a real beach. It looks like they went somewhere. It does. Set up. Yeah. They actually put you know production design around the beach. And even those like those walls, like in his final, like as yeah. he's approaching the thing, like they come into play with those portholes. And you're like panning yeah. and you're following like on the other side of the wall. So you see like a porthole with Cassian. Then you see a short trooper, then a porthole with Cassian. And then, yeah, that was, uh, I loved seeing the short trooper. Oh, Obviously. Can, oh, can we, always can we talk about the short troopers watch. for a second? Sure. Let's talk about short troopers. Look, they didn't look like short troopers to me at first. And I thought for sure Whoa. they would call them beat. No, because they looked different. They didn't, they looked like an earlier version, right? Like they didn't look to me. They looked a little more informal. And I thought for sure they were going to call them beach troopers. <laughs> oh, like I thought we were going to get a short troopers, dude. That's, that, that's I know. Down, to the, down to the letter. Yeah, Is it? Can you even, All right. It looked different to me. And you right. can even tell I, their rank. Most of them were like ranking like um, sergeants. They're like red paint. And then they but uh, they had white and red paint for the uh, for the security droids, which harkens back to the white and red clone troopers that do uh, security oh, and imprisonment nice. um, during the, the judge hearing. That judge is also. Oh. Whew, yeah, great casting too. She was fantastic. Tell it to the it? emperor. Tell it to but the emperor. Like, yeah, you want to get more time for what was it? Disobeying or disagreeing with the sentence? I can't remember the oh, phraseology yeah. of it, but I'm like, oof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 brutal. Um, best dressed. 
Ooh. Best dressed. Who's got the best drip in the episode? Um, on Mothma, like yeah, I, it's it's between Mon Mothma for me, but I I'll go. I was commenting off air how much I liked Mon Mothma's dress. Um, but I will I will say, I I really liked uh Tay's outfit. Okay. Yeah. Like, how often do we see like, you know, that light blue color in a Star Wars? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you knew he was from from Shandrilla pretty quickly. Like right, like just from yeah. I gotta say, the one that catches my eye a lot is uh, is Perrin Mothma. His um, his robes <laughs> Wait, have no, robes. No, he's no, like he's no. wearing like this, like, this goes along with like your best, Dengar love. Best, and best dress. is getting best. A, yo, he's wearing three robes and a con, a kimono. Like that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah he really is. Yeah, I mean, like I, you get the D chills off of him immediately when you see him. Yeah, actually, and, saying D chills instead of uh, the real world loud. sounds worse. He's not yeah. on the rankings. He's um, to be hosted. All right, that's, that's, inc- is that that's incorrect. Answer, what is your real answer, Ben? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You tell us. I just wanted to mention it because I was like, <laughs> it's definitely worth mentioning. <laughs> no, he's definitely making a statement. That's, yeah. Yes, I don't know if it's yeah. like the best. I'm a giant. Something I can't say. <laughs> Okay, uh, I will go. Uh, actually, you answer. I have to find her. The character. <laughs> no, uh, I'm sorry, Ben. You can you can like how he's dressed if you want. I mean, it says a lot about you, but you can like him. No, no, I, I'm not going to wear it. I just thought it was like it was. It's a it's, it's a, a statement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is her name? Uh, Lita. Is that her name? Uh, Luthen Rails. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you took mine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Clay. Serves your serves oh, yeah. us right for yeah, calling out that futuristic yeah. sort of yeah tailoring there. It's yeah. it's pretty stunning. It's pretty cool. Like in the costume design and on all, all the extras behind her in those scenes are is incredible as well. Yeah, Can I also I mean, say she, someone could actually wear that today, like what she oh, was true. wearing. And I think yeah. I saw like six girls in Boston wearing that today. But it's <laughs> but mean, it's so sick. yeah. But it's so it's such a statement look that it's actually like on. It's it's what when you look at episode seven on Disney Plus, you see her. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what they yeah. chose. That's the cover image. Right. She's the splash yeah. page. Yeah. Um outfit. I also think I'm face blind, or it might be because it was such a different look. It took me a really long time to figure out that that's who it was. <laughs> me too. But I mean, it yeah. wasn't until she was talking to Val and it was yep. like, yeah, it was about three quarters of the way through that conversation. I was like, oh, Same. Yeah, because they were both incognito. Even Val was like had this like insane. It was probably a wig, but it was like this beautiful like hair, you know, incognito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. going yeah, on. Felt very like spy film when she's like, "You want me to find Cassian? You want me to kill him?" Yeah. Um, honorable mention was incognito Cassian Andor on um, back on uh, Ferrix. His I, I was really admiring his trench coat. He is, I don't know if you saw at his feet, he has a giant side pockets on the, <laughs> so on the side. I did not. A giant yeah, side pockets. Like you could put full a reach, toaster in each one of them. Yeah. yeah. His trench coat, yeah, you could like hide two toasters in that trench coat, like in the bottom of it. <laughs> it was a long trench coat. I did admire yeah. it as well. Um, oh, look at that. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm pulling but, up. But, that but, is some, I, that I, is I mean, some, you can't deny yeah, some late 90s look. Some yeah. like. <laughs> Yeah, I watched Jinko like Jinko side pocket like trench. Yeah, um, Marvel's jumpsuit's definitely up there as well. Yeah, oh, Marvel's jumpsuit. I also love the scene where she's like walking with a cane and getting a blaster, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, that was <laughs> it. Really just fun. picking up. And I'm pretty sure that blaster is from um, Battlefront 2. The assault mm. troopers have this sort of shotgun that they have sort of stashed on their body and they pull out. It's like a mode and it's it looks exactly like that. It's like a really nice like um, war shotgun. And I'm pretty sure that was the design they used. Um, well, for, we, we can't go past this this category without mentioning Cyril's brown suit, which uh, I think got a hero moment. I, like, it was the only costume that got a hero moment for the sake of, of yeah. layered commentary on uh, things we can all to relate with. That's that that had happened in our past recently and wow. <laughs> happened to our president and uh, mm-hmm. some super oh, right. stuff. Just really great commentary, I thought, with the. Uh, the right-leaning mom sort of uh, yeah. going after Cyril for his brown suit. Uh, what What's he supposed to be wearing? What, what What does she think like he should wear to this job interview? Yeah, he's like gray, like you know, or his non-tailored but fitting suit. Like I don't, I don't know. Like I, I get the impression that no matter what he wore, it was not going to be a positive yeah. interaction. Yeah, it was he's even bad been... that he tailored it. Like that was a. That was a negative. I yeah. He's like, what do you think it says? It says That's I'm tough. dying for attention and like, and I, I don't think I'm good enough. Is this yeah. what you said? Or is like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that, savage, that actually, instantaneous response. Incredibly dark, honestly. And like, yeah, pretty, yeah. Pretty Not a healthy home. All right. environment. No. So I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just setting myself up for abject failure when this doesn't happen. But I'm starting to get some serious Norman Bates vibes from him. Ooh. And they are really like they are having watched that movie several times over the past five years. Psycho. Um, How do you say that? There's like an Anthony my Perkins film class. vibe. To like, uh, she's very Anthony Perkins. And she's very much the the living embodiment of of Norma Bates, which, you know, go ahead and dissect Norma and Norman Bates all you want. Um, but like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like when he has yeah. the flashbacks in psycho and here's what he thinks his mother would be saying to him is very much similar to what, uh, Cyril's actual mother is saying to him. Like there. Yeah. He's going to snap. Does, wow. Does he snap and kill his moms? That'd be wild. Probably. <laughs> yes. Like I, I just, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's, it's now that you say that, that's all like, there's definitely like, serial killer vibes and just in terms of, yeah, like the, yeah the, eating the cereal every day. Mm-hmm. Right. Is cereal that why we're seeing vibes. space cereal in every episode with him? It's just like cereal, <laughs> cereal, <laughs> cereal. <laughs> yes. There. Just all subliminal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. All right. Let's finish this roundup uh, with a bang here. Uh, most memeable moment. Uh, where would you where would you make the meme? What Ooh. expression? What line of dialogue? What could you see? Be, what could you use tomorrow? And win the slack. Ugh. Oh, and win I'm, the slack. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say thesis, thing, please. It could get some could get some use. I, honestly, thesis, please. Yeah. Thesis, I think please, could was... get use. <laughs> I, I love the cut to the synthwave and flamingos flying, and I think I was make a meme. <laughs> just on it would just be a random scene that would just cut to that. That's like, like yeah. I just love that moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even that lady and the uh, armadillo uh, creature. Actually. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Um, you can totally I, yeah reaction a reaction might, gift to that. 
Yeah, I'm going to call back to um, an earlier quote that I said, the no. <laughs> this is like, can I speak now? No. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's no, a good yeah, one. That'll that's a get good some one. use. Yeah. That's definitely yeah. one. Um, yeah. I think there's a, the plan. a couple Luthan moments where he's like, yeah, I was gonna say like are Luthan. you involved? Yeah. And he's like, how I wish I had been or whatever it is. Yeah. It's so funny. He's raising his hand sort of. It's Yeah. Or even just the way he delivers. That's the plan. <laughs> you could use that as well. Yeah. That whole scene, they're just pantomiming for the spy outside. Yeah. Like, it's just like he's like delivering this this thing, but they're both pantomiming an entirely different conversation so that like the, the other person doesn't detect anything. It's it's such a great scene. I think there's there's actually I think an expression and just a look an altogether vibe that I think is the greatest meme of this episode and that's Dedra sort of like leaning into uh, the debate uh, at the end and she says he's put a lot into it I'm curious to hear his insights and like her expression in that moment is hilarious <laughs> like, she's waiting yeah. to hear the response yeah it's so good uh, she's so good in that role um, that's really classic. Yeah. Um, Grant, there's, I know you, you wanted to wrap this up, but I, I really want you to ask uh, best piece of music in this. Uh, best piece of I music. Mean, Let's go. We'll have other categories a, next week, but yeah, best piece I of mean, music. Come on. Like, you want to keep going? You want to just keep going? No, sure. We can keep going, but who's like, well, yeah, all right, who's, Ben, go ahead. Since you want to do it, what's yours? All right. Because I, I know what you all think. And because like right after the episode ended, I was like, Galactic Synth Word. Yeah. Like you guys like in like a hundred pairs of Ray-Bans. Um, because like the end, I mean, it is a dope song. But I, I wanted to sort of, uh, I was like, no, no, no. Too easy. Too little hanging fruit. Because um, it is amazing. Uh, but I actually, they have another synthwave track, and it is for the Val and Kayla, Kylie, Clea. Oh, Clea, yeah. thank you. Yeah, Clea, yeah. A scene that and is really I, good. I could just have that music. It's just like it's very droney, but it's beautiful, mm-hmm. and it's like saturated, and someone's just riding the pitch shift like wheel on the on the synthesizer. Um, and it's a very, it's a very calm truesy. Yeah, when she's walking through the, walking through the city, I think it's playing some. Yep. Good it, it also that's is not. Stuff. It's not so. Well, so my wife and I got into a debate after this. She does. She is. I will say this. She is not a fan of the music in this show, even though she okay. loves synthwave. She's like, not Star Wars. It keeps taking me out of the show. It keeps okay. taking me out of the show. Which I'm like, totally get that. I but she's also more observant of music than I am, if that makes sense. Like I just don't mm. generally tend to unless I'm actively listening for it. And so I will say that the one I was gonna pick is the is the obvious choice, which is the synth wave over the things. But like I caught that. And so I guess part of it is like if I'm catching the music, maybe the music's not doing the job it should be doing. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like if I'm noticing it. Oh, so yeah. I I love Ben, I love your choice break, because the world, you know, like I yeah, I, I felt that was a choice. But I love Ben's choice because I'm like, I didn't notice it. But the second you started talking about it, I thought back to that scene. I'm like, oh, that was. It was so great. It felt like Coruscant. It felt like it was like in in like it just really worked. So I think that's a great choice. I'm going yeah. with the electronic music at the end. I mean, that's, yeah. Oh, like the closing credits? I think the closing credits is just the continuation of the synth wave. Yeah, they just, they, they just reprise the music of. Right from the, yeah. From Isonis or whatever. Yeah. But I also like yeah. the music that's playing when he's like running down the beach and like there's just some yeah. like drumming happening. So good. The yeah. Whole episode's unreal. It's really good. Yeah. But but I, now that we're doing this, I'll I'll pay more attention to the music because the only one that that clicked like that stood out for me was the was the 
was the flamingo scene. Yeah. Most appetizing, just to end it, or the bonus category. Most appetizing moment, food item. I, food item? I mean, I, I, I kind of want, um, what is it? The, um, darn it, we were talking about it earlier, and I can't remember Perrin's the name of em- Embassy yeah, Punch? Yeah, yeah, Perrin's Embassy Punch looked pretty good. <laughs> the Embassy Punch? The table really, drinking? Shocking, it's all liquor for me. Every drink yeah, looked like, every no, time there's a different drink, that. I'm like, ooh, I would, I would try that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that did look delicious. And, um, you know, I got a Halloween party this Saturday. There might be something that looks a lot Ooh. like the sea punch. All right. Okay, exciting. All right. That is. Uh, that's it. I mean, that's I can't think of any other food items even in the show, but uh, maybe the sip that the ladies sipping on at the end on the beach. Yeah, it was more of a Midori affair or like a green yeah. beverage. That was the green grungy. <laughs> Yeah, it was the green grungy and greeny Cassie was drinking yeah. something. I wanted some green, green revnog. Yeah. I also uh, I love like I love the fact that there's like revnog. It's a thing. It's a Star Wars thing. Don't worry yeah, about it. We've talked thing. about it for the last forty years. Don't worry about it. It's really a thing. Yeah, because <laughs> they're doubling down on nog. On the on the nog. Actually, I there yeah. is another beverage there that looks even better. I'm pretty sure it's this episode. It's the beginning of the dinner party, and um, it it's half drunk if that by mon mothma she's holding it it's in this long stemware coupe glass it's pink with like a some sort of garnish that's sticking oh, look at straight that. up through the middle of it yeah, um, yeah yeah and it's it's gorgeous and she just like she's holding it out as she's walking in and it's like a stunning shot and then like a server just comes over and she just lays it on the uh, you know and takes it from her as she's making her way over to tay like this moment yeah. has been absolutely planned down to the second um, but that drink looks stunning. It's it's very it's very beautiful. I'm literally right there, and now I'm trying to look at it because I as we go past the the server droid, there's also these other like green, like these these green drinks in this really skinny tall glass Ooh. that kind of looks amazing. Yeah, I think I just wanted to be there and have a few beverages and leave. You know, like I don't support uh, the Empire, but I just I would like to just be in that room for few minutes well you'd be in good company there uh people have a lot stronger um political beliefs than some are comfortable with uh good poll yeah fun party um all right um this was Andor episode seven announcement um fantastic episode can't wait for next week um we're just gonna stick with Andor, man for now until this is done because we just love it and I've spent a lot of time on this, but I, I just like I'm so excited about this show. I want to give 100 yeah. percent of um, I guess. My, my only question is, do we have enough to talk about the film episode? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Depends what you call an episode is an hour and a half an episode. Then, yeah, we do. Is it is it longer than the episode we just watched? Yeah, that usually means it's a pretty good episode and or film or something when we actually go longer than the thing. But uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was no, great. We never did the we never did, did the the Leo meme of just like the the Dedra line of uh of uh, it's not a robbery. It's uh it's an announcement. It's an announcement. Yeah. And yeah. the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I missed it the first time I watched it. I was like, "Wait, what's the announcement?" <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much the dialogue is so fast, so heavy, and so it's dense, great. and it yeah. just like comes at you and it like I've just got to have like no interruptions, nothing, just like focused right on this. And then even then it's like, I'm sure I'll watch this again, you know, uh, before we watch the next episode and 
I'll get um, I'll get even more out of it. So super fun. Um, thanks very much. If again, whatever um, podcast media, you know, your system you're using to listen to your podcast, if you could give us a five star review, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. It really helps out our um, optimization yeah. so people can find us and um, listen to us also. Um, but, uh, yeah, really appreciate you listening to this podcast. Uh, we love doing it and we'll do it again next week. So take care, be safe, uh, and may the force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off for the latest breaking news. Follow at core world news on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you. And good night. Remember the force will be with you always. Yeah.